Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of Selling Greenville, your favorite real estate podcast here in the lovely upstate of South Carolina. I'm your host, as always, Stan McCune, realtor here in the greater Greenville area. And just a reminder, you can find all of my contact information in the show notes if you need to reach me for anything at all, but especially for your real estate needs, that is where you can find my information. And I'd appreciate, as always, please subscribe to the show and whatever podcast app you used, or let me know if I'm not having this episode feeding into your favorite podcast app. It should be in pretty much all the major ones, but just let me know if it's not for some reason. Hit the subscribe button so you don't miss any future episodes. And please also just hit the five-star rating and go ahead and just leave a short little review just to get the word out there to people so that we can continue to grow the show. I enjoy doing this for you guys, um, but I am busy. Uh, it's, it's pretty hard for me to fit this into my week, so that's just an encouragement to me to keep going with the show. I don't have any plans to, to stop anytime soon, um, but the encouragement certainly doesn't hurt, so please go ahead and do that. Um, you guys, that those of you at least, that listen to this show fairly regularly, which uh, I think is the majority of people that listen, um, you might have remembered at the end of the year, at the end of 2021, I had a show, an episode on the cost of waiting. And basically, I looked at the way prices were increasing year on year. I looked at the way economists predicted that mortgage rates would increase and I basically said, okay, here's what it costs to buy a home now, and here is what it will cost to buy the same home a year from now. And then compared basically between rising mortgage rates, between rising home prices, kind of gave somewhat of an idea of how much more expensive it would be to, to purchase a home just waiting a single year. Well, um, it turns out that I was I was right, um, at least for for now, obviously, it, it appears that I was right, but it, it appears that I didn't take it far enough. Because here we are, three and a half months after I recorded that episode, and the cost of waiting in just three and a half months has been unbelievable. Mortgage rates have gone up much quicker than anyone, any of the experts predicted that they would. Um, home prices... And appreciation has not slowed down at all. Um, now, I, let me before I get further into this, let me say this. All right, this might be the kind of thing where I record this, and then at the end of this year, it's like, well, maybe it does revert back to kind of something more similar to what my prediction was at the end of December, right? Because we could see mortgage rates drop, maybe appreciation starts to tail off. I mean, we don't think, I, I don't see any way in which mortgage mortgage rates can continue to go up and prices will continue to skyrocket. At some point, people will just have to drop out of the market. First-time home buyers will just have to drop out of the market. We'll have to see some decrease in, uh, in demand. Uh, we're seeing higher rates of builders pulling permits right now, so that's usually an indication that we're about to get more supply into the market. Um, will that make a dent into the supply issues? I don't know. We talked about the supply issues uh, last month when the GGAR market stats came out. I was correct in my prediction for that one as well. If you guys remember, um, oftentimes I'll go through the market stats. And the month's supply is usually inaccurate. 
um, and I predicted that it would be close to or perhaps less than one month. It ended up being, they just came out with the stats for the month of March, it ended up being exactly one month uh, of supply. That's insane. That That is going to go up. It has to go up. The question is when. When that does go up, we should see a little bit of a tapering of appreciation. Is our homes going to, you know, go into price decline? There's no indication that that's going to happen from the standpoint of the supply and demand dynamics. We've talked about that ad nauseum. I'm not going to get back into that. But the point being that right now, as we stand, it's it's worth discussing how different it is to buy a house now than it was three and a half months ago. And I hope when we take a step back at the end of this year that we find that it didn't continue at this same pace over the course of the entire year of 2022, because it does reach a point at which you really can't, people can't purchase that first home, um, given the way the economy is. And obviously, we don't want that to happen. We want people to be able to purchase their first home in their 20s. We don't want people to have to wait until their mid to late 30s to be able to afford their first home. So let's talk about the beginning of the year. Um, The beginning of the year, we had um, basically a median price for a house in the greater Greenville area, according to the GGAR market stats, was $280,000. That was uh, that was the median in January of 2022. And now that was a big jump uh, from what it was in January of 2021, which was 237,000. That was a an 18% increase year on year uh, for those two January numbers. Uh, we discussed that before. 280,000 was the median purchase price in January. The median now is 200. $95,000. That is an increase of, I believe, about 5%. Yeah, 5.36% increase in three months. Now, I don't know exactly. It'll probably continue to go up here in the month of April. Um, this is all as of uh, the end of March. So we saw between January, uh, between the end of January and the end of March, so really, more accurately, that would be uh, closer to two months. We saw an increase of 5.36% in uh, home prices. Massive jump. Again, we've been seeing between 1% to 2% uh, price increases per month. Those numbers would indicate that it, this year, it, it at least to start the year, it's actually even higher than that. Now... I will say this, you do have to account for the fact that there is a seasonal fluctuation in prices um, that is just normal. There's a variety of reasons for it. January does tend to be a quote-unquote cheaper month than the spring months. Um, So that is part of what's happening here. It will level out eventually once we we get past the, the busy spring season. Okay, what about mortgage rates? Again, this is a bit of a review. Mortgage rates... Uh, at the beginning of the year, kind of depending on how you uh, how you looked at it, um, or depending on on what your credit was and what the what the lender was, we can kind of say mortgage rates were about three and a half percent, just roughly speaking. 
Um, right now, mortgage rates are hovering around 5%, which was what a lot of people thought that they would be at the end of this year. Uh, nobody, I, I didn't read a single person that predicted that we would be sitting here uh, in April of 2022 with mortgage rates already surpassing the 5% mark for a 30-year loan. Um, that is, that's happened much more quickly than anyone anticipated. Some people didn't even think that, that I read, some people didn't even think that we would cross that threshold at all this year. Um, so that, that's a huge increase. Now, mortgage rates are still historically very low. That, that's a very important point to keep in mind. They're still very low historically. And, and where the rates are right now, it's comparable to where they were um, a few months before the pandemic. So I think that it's it's important to keep all of this in perspective that just because it's like, oh man, uh, you know, it, it was three and a half percent. And and even, you know, if you go back, you know, earlier in the pandemic, it went down to the twos at one point. Well, th- those were anomalies. The five percent that we're having now, this is more this is more the norm, right? So we shouldn't blow things out of proportion. We shouldn't say, oh, these mortgage rates are high. No, they're not high. They're just a lot higher than they were three and a half months ago. That is a uh, 43% increase between uh, between what we had at the beginning of the year and what we have now. That is an unbelievable number. When you go, uh, the way I'm factoring that, obviously it's a 1.5% increase in the rate itself. But uh, if you three and a half percent to five percent, that's a forty-three percent increase of the the percentage rate. So that's insane. So you've got home prices going up several percentage points, and you've got mortgage rates going up tremendously as well. Here's what that equates to at the end of the day. How what kind of an impact does that make on the the price of the home? Um. And, and specifically in terms of what you're paying in your mortgage. If you read the, the introduction, I did spoil it a little bit, um, but I don't, I don't care. I get to do that, right? It's my podcast. I can spoil it a little bit if I want to. The, the difference in your monthly payment is a 26% difference. Now, here's how I came up with that number. Um, let's say that at the beginning of the year, Again, you had the median priced house, two hundred eighty thousand. You're going in with a mortgage of about three and a half percent. I'm not factoring in uh, taxes, insurance, HOA dues, PMI, anything like that. We're just talking strictly principal and interest. Um, you would have, we'll we'll just assume for the purposes of this discussion, five percent down. So on a two hundred eighty thousand dollar house, that's fourteen thousand dollars. Um. And then again, the assumption three and a half percent interest on your mortgage, you, you come up with a hair below twelve hundred dollars per month, uh, one thousand one hundred ninety four dollars and change per month. How does that go up when you have a two hundred ninety five thousand dollar house with five percent down? Which now, now you have to bring seven hundred fifty dollars more to the closing table because your down payment is now fourteen thousand seven hundred fifty. And a 5% mortgage rate. Now your monthly payment has jumped up from $1,194 to $1,504. That is a, an, a again, a, an increase unlike anything that I have 
ever seen in my life during this period of time. That is nearly a $310 increase. And again, this is on the same house. This is the median house. The average mortgage rate now costs $310 per month more than it did just three months ago, basically. That is, it, honestly, it's sad. To, to me, it's sad. And, and this is one thing that a lot of people don't realize about realtors. In theory, we get paid more as these as these numbers keep going up, as home prices keep appreciating. But our job is is more than just, you know, getting a higher percentage of commission. We have first-time home buyers that are languishing out there that are that are looking for a house. And we're having to work extremely hard for them, harder than we ever had. Um, but we see this housing affordability and it, it, it not, doesn't make any of us feel great at the end of the day. We would rather expensive homes be luxury homes for luxury clients, for, for wealthy clients. We don't want our clients that don't have a lot of money to have to be pushed into these more expensive brackets that will potentially result in them not being able to make their payments might result in foreclosures down the line. We don't know. Um, I have had past clients reach out to say that you know they're kind of in trouble with their mortgage after having come out of the pandemic and and all of that and that kind of stuff. That just that makes me sad to hear. I don't want to hear that kind of stuff, and none of us do. To to have an average house go from costing one thousand one hundred ninety four dollars per month to costing over 1500 per month. It's staggering. Um, and, and again, most of that increase, again, if, if we're going to be self-serving as realtors, most of that increase is not going to us, right? Because uh, a huge chunk of that increase has to do with the mortgage rate, not with uh, the, the home price appreciating. Really, the difference for a realtor between selling a, a $280,000 house and a $295,000 house, not a big difference. But the monthly payment uh, is is insane. A 26% increase. What does that come out to if we extrapolate that over the course of the entire loan? So 30 years, um, that comes out to a difference of uh, $541,600 over the course of 30 years. That's how much you'll be paying for the $295,000 house at 5% interest. Over the cor- Once you accumulate all of the interest and principal together, $541,600. Versus at the beginning of the year, the two hundred eighty thousand dollars house for thirty years, at the three and a half percent rate, four hundred thirty thousand uh, dollars and and change. So a difference of a hundred ten thousand dollars basically over the course of thirty years. Now, oh, and and I should mention we're not even factoring in here that uh, you know that difference of five point three six percent between the two ninety five and the two eighty numbers. That will ultimately be reflected in some other things like your property taxes. That will cause your property taxes once they get reassessed, they will be reassessed 5% higher than they than they would have been. And so you end up paying more for that as well. We're not even getting into that um, because that's I don't have time to get all into the weeds on all of that. Um, so it, it's just you're you're getting hit from all sorts of angles with the with the way, the, the market dynamics are right now. Now, the positive is this. 
Okay, if, if we're looking for a silver lining, um, if we're going to have one of these things go out of control w- between appreciation and mortgage rates, I would say the better thing to go out of control is the mortgage rates because there is a possibility they can go down, right? If we go into some sort of you know market decline that the Fed decides tinkering with, with uh, interest rates, making them go down, will be beneficial to the markets then we'll see rates go down. I think they probably will at some point. We probably will see them go down, you know, at least below five. I don't know if we'll ever see them in the threes again, and I highly doubt we'll ever see them in the twos again for a 30-year rate. Um, But it wouldn't shock me to see it in the fours or the threes. So people will have an opportunity to refinance uh, potentially. I I can't promise that. But my prediction will be that those that purchase a home now and they're getting that 5% rate, that there's probably going to be an opportunity for them at some point to refinance at a lower rate. Historically, that has, um, at least in recent history, um, has been the case. Uh, Whereas prices traditionally do not come down. Now, we did see, and we've talked about this a lot, we did see during the Great Recession, prices kind of taper off and, and did kind of go down a little bit as as the glut of foreclosures hit the market and drove prices overall you know prices down um but that's really an anomaly um at some point we probably will have another great recession type of event um i don't see anyone that thinks that that's going to happen right away who knows i'm i'm no economist and the economists are always wrong anyway uh, so we'll, we'll let, I'll let them just be wrong all the time and, and I'll try to keep being right on here. Um, but, uh, but long story short, generally speaking, home prices do not go down. They only continue to go up. Mortgage rates fluctuate and there are times when they do go down. And so all of that to be said, I would rather between the two mortgage rates go up and home prices stabilize. Now, the problem is right now home prices are not stabilizing, um, and I don't know when they will. I think they will. And by stabilize, I don't mean, again, I don't mean going down. I just mean not appreciating by 2.5% per month. That is an, an insane number. Nobody wants that number. Now, other parts of the country are, are going even higher and faster than that. Um, and so Greenville is actually a more stable market than many of the other markets here uh, a lot of the other big markets in the U.S., and for that, we can be grateful. Um, it, it is worse in other places, um, but it's it's still pretty bad here. Um, now, if you're thinking, well, maybe I should just wait to purchase uh, until things slow down, I think you're, you're missing the point, <laughs> right? Um, th- that and I mentioned that because I've gotten that sentiment from some people. It's like, well, you know what? The market's so hot right now. I mean, I think I just need to wait. Well, what are you gonna? What are you waiting for? Are you waiting for mortgage rates to continue to go up? Are you waiting for home prices to continue to go up? There again, there's no indicator that either of those things are going to stop. Even if the market stabilizes, it will still be more expensive three months from now than it is right now. Again, that stabilized market still means home prices are appreciating, and that's driven by supply and demand. And even though there are some positive indicators on the supply and demand side, we we need a a massive shift in order to bring things to the point where, like, basically home prices are are flatlining. Um, That would be be a recession-level event that would uh, 
result in that happening. So, um, unfortunately, and I don't say this because it's self-serving, unfortunately, I can't encourage any of my clients at this point to wait because I feel like personally, um, without having a crystal ball, but just seeing all the data, I feel like there is substantially more risk with continuing to wait than there is with purchasing now. Even if my prediction, uh, you know, at the end of the day, at the end of the year, mortgage rates are, are not much higher than they are right now and appreciation leveled off, we would still, we'll still probably see um, in the best case scenario, you know, mortgage rates again around that that five, maybe five and a half percent number. Um, and median home prices, again, best case scenario might might end the year at like 310 or 315, something like that. Um, and th- right now it's at 295. So the optimistic scenario, not super optimistic. Uh, if you're if you're wanting to wait until the end of the year, I, to me, I think that there's more risk in waiting, and and that's why I mentioned this now uh, that we've already seen just three and a half months in things are are nutty, and we we don't know exactly how it's going to keep going, but hopefully we'll see a little bit of a stabilization. Just what I'm seeing boots on the ground, I'm not seeing it at those median price points. Now, I am seeing some interesting price drops at higher price points, at price points in the in the 600s and, and 700,000s. That's something to monitor. Um, it may be that, that that market has kind of cooled down a little bit, but the market below 300,000 right now, um, I've said this before, but it's like trench warfare. It is, it's crazy. It's like open house. As soon as the house goes on the market, it's like an open house. Everyone's scrambling for it. Everyone wants to get inside it. Bunch of offers. Um, it, it it's really crazy. So that's there, it's going to take a lot for that to for that dynamic to change. Um, at the moment, I'm not seeing it. Uh, but people need to be very aware that the homes that they're if if they've been looking for homes for months, they need to be aware that that mortgage rates going up 43 percent. That has a profound impact on your buying, on your purchasing power. If you thought you could purchase a $300,000 house at the beginning of this year, you may not be able to afford that house anymore. So that those are all things to keep in mind. Those are all things I'm working through with my clients on. I, I had a um, I had a client at, at you know more at that below the median price point. Um, price range that they were looking at homes in. And part of what I did when when they started finding homes that they were interested in wanting to put offers in, I had to go back to their lender. We already had a pre-approval letter in hand, but you know what? I don't, it's not about getting someone under contract. It's getting them the house. It's getting them to closing. I have a super high rate of my clients actually getting to closing, both buyers and sellers. And part of why I do that is I vet things out. Um, that's, that's how, you know, it doesn't just happen by accident. And so when I saw these mortgage rates going up and I knew we were already kind of at the top of the price point that they had originally been looking at, I went back to the lender before submitting an offer and said, Hey, can, can they still afford this? Are we even able to, um, to, to make this offer that they want to make? And 
the the lender got back with me and, and was like, yeah, I better run this by underwriting and just double check because these rates have gone up, have shot up so quickly and so sharply. And thankfully, we we're able to to do that additional step. And then that was something that I was um, able to to have confidence with when we submitted the offer. Now, did I reveal that to the listing agent? No, I didn't reveal that to the listing agent because they don't need to know anything about what what my client can or can't do. We had that pre-approval letter, and I don't want to make it sound like they're at the top of their price point, which they were. Um, but the the listing agent doesn't need to know that. Um, and so that's a little insight into the negotiation part of it and a little insight into what happens behind the scenes um, that usually people don't even know. When they're, when they're working with me as a buyer's agent, I don't tell them every single thing I've done in the process. Um, and, and sometimes that's just because they don't need to know. Sometimes it would stress them out if they knew everything. But I try to keep the communications streamlined so that everyone knows what they need to know and, and nothing more than that unless they specifically request more information. Um, but that's where we are right now. Three and a half months into this year, it has been unlike anything that we've ever seen. Hopefully, we see a little bit of a cool down on, on the rates going up. Maybe we see a little bit. I, I think it's probably going to wait until summertime um, once people st- start going on vacation before we see a true slowdown in demand. But we'll have to keep tracking it. It's, it's a fascinating dynamic, and, uh, and if you're about to enter the market or if you already are with, with buying or looking at buying a home, listen, we're all in this together, right? Um, I'm, I'm doing my best. We're all doing our best. We just got to persevere, and eventually we'll find something uh, that fits your price point that actually works out that we can actually get under contract and lock in that mortgage rate before they continue to go up. That's all I've got for you guys for this week. I hope that wasn't too depressing of an episode. Let me know what your thoughts are. My contact information is in the show notes. Please subscribe, rate, review the show. I'd appreciate all of that. And we will talk again right here next week. 